If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. We have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Thanks for joining us. We got an awesome show coming up for you, just like every week. If you haven't heard the show, we thank you for joining us. You can join the conversation anytime, 402-342-1290, with your healthcare thoughts and opinions. Talking about uh, wellness this week, as well as some of the things happening in rural healthcare. Growing up in a small town is something that's uh, very near and dear to my heart, and as I assess the healthcare marketplace it's something that uh, is always on my mind because i wonder if um hospitals are even going to be around in small towns and so we're going to take some time to focus on that coming up next segment we've got uh, aaron morrow from uh wellness innovations a contributor on the program will be joining us uh sharing some thoughts on um rural nutrition as well as wellness in uh, rural areas and uh it's going to be a great conversation but uh, let me first introduce to you our guest co-host of the week uh, AHC contributor extraordinaire you've heard this gentleman many times here on the program a great friend of mine Alan Hager on the program you usually are a technology guru but you've also uh, got your master's in uh, public uh, what is it uh, public health or uh, health care administration okay, yeah you've got that and you're all about um, uh, rural health was uh, some of your focus, so we thought we'd bring you in to, to talk about it. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you for uh, bringing me on, and uh, I'm doing great. Um, I look forward to the conversation about uh, wellness, uh, which is a very large uh, discussion right now within the healthcare community, as well as rural health, uh, which has uh, lately hit the news with lots of different uh, uh, news articles, as well as uh, healthcare in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's been going on your radar this week? We usually do designate the first segment of the program to kind of look at some of the headlines from the week. The main story that caught my attention was the uh, issue with um, some of these uh, clinics, and I think this is going to be, as we dive into rural health care this week, the, the, uh, the uh, role that pharmacies will play. And I saw that uh, CVS and Walgreens, in, in many ways, because uh, insurance companies are now paying for it, uh, could become the clinics of the future. Did you get the chance to see that? I'm sure you've read, you know, something similar. Right. Well, and just think about it from this 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 perspective too. C- CVS changed their name to CVS Health, right? And they eliminated all tobacco products because they want to be seen as a purveyor of wellness right. and health, and it's a one-stop shop for your health needs. So I would also expect that maybe CVS might be looking at getting rid of candy and other items that are not health-related out of their stores at some point here in the future. That's a pretty good observation because when you do go through those stores, they got a whole aisle designated to candy. I mean, especially around Easter time, for example. You know what I mean? But that's a good point. That's a good point. 
Um, what are some of the stories you've seen uh, this week? Uh, we're going to talk about the role of the hospital in particular. We're going to do that at the bottom of the hour. Again, you can join the conversation, 402-342-1290, or on Twitter, hashtag AHC. Uh, but we're going to talk about Medicaid expansion, the role that that plays I into these things, and, and some of the other uh, issues uh, along those lines. What have you got here pulled up? So uh, a couple things that uh, caught my attention was uh, the Kaiser Family Foundation on uh, April 29th, so late last week, early this week, uh, put out an uh, article that says Medicaid expansion, health coverage, and spending, an update for the 21 states that have not expanded eligibility. Right. And as someone who had discussed rural health uh, in quite many different capacities through uh, my uh, education and research mm -hmm. uh, keep coming back to the fact that rural hospitals through the Affordable Care Act and Medicaid expansion are some of the most uh, vulnerable hospitals. So that caught my attention. I actually saw that report. It was it was pretty interesting. One point uh, that I would add was um, because they didn't expand it, uh, it saved federal taxpayers. What was it? Some some 300 and some billion dollars uh, over 10? Yes, it was uh, 472 okay. billion dollars. Of federal, of so, federal spending. So when you hear people talk about how the ACA is costing less than it was, the, the, obviously the two main costs in the bill were the subsidies for health insurance exchanges and Medicaid expansion. And so it's going to cost essentially, what, $472 billion less because of the Supreme Court allowing states to not opt out. Now, that's going to have some other consequences, as we'll discuss today. Correct. And then the other article that caught my attention uh, when we talk about wellness and population health management is uh, from the Wall Street Journal, uh, the experts uh, page, and that was how big data will customize uh, our health care. And that it, goes that's right. That's kind of in your repertoire, so to speak. Right. And so uh, that goes right in line with not only IT, but also population, uh, population health management, trying to use the best techniques to uh, treat our patients rather than using unreliable techniques and then finally getting to those techniques or those healthcare procedures that are more cost effective, but only after you, know, you spend thousands upon thousands of dollars uh, on those. So uh, big data will assist us, hopefully, in, in that. Did you see Watson Health? Have you heard about that? Yes. What do you think about that? Uh, it's, it's right in line with what we're talking about. Right. I mean, if Watson could win Jeopardy, right? Right. Which he did, so they're trying to apply that to health care and essentially um, mm -hmm. help them. I mean, it's kind of interesting. And when, when did IBM and Apple, they decided to partner on this? Those guys are usually weren't they arch enemies? Yeah, well, absolutely. Point? And not to mention, you know, Apple is you know got the Apple Watch. They've got their uh, new health uh, related apps that can monitor your blood pressure, and and you can keep track of that. And you can even upload that into uh, some different types of uh, records so that your physician has access to those. Uh, items at some point in time so those are things that are coming down the pipe it's really interesting to to, to watch uh, as i say like it healthcare industry um 
insurance and, and the government all in a, a literally crash course. You lived out in D.C. Remember, uh, I call it Seven Corners out in Falls Church, Virginia. Do you oh, yeah. Yep. It's kind of like, remember that? It was just a disaster mm-hmm. of an intersection. Omaha's got one that's maybe like four or five corners up where, like, I think it's up on North 52nd and Western, but this is like mm-hmm. seven roads all, all intersecting, and that's kind of the metaphor I'd like to, to paint for uh, what's happening because of, you know, the ACA and all these changes. They're all... Absolutely, yep. So the question is, will it be a uh, traffic jam, or uh, are, are we going to be able to work it out? Uh, the final uh, headline that I'd like to talk about this week was a guy, he's uh, insurerblog.blogspot.com, but it's called uh, How's That Obamacare Working Out for You? And uh, we did some research. Uh, when we, we, you know, the ACA and, and the Massachusetts health law, they try and say that they're exactly the same. Conceptually, they've got some things in common. And um, one of the things that they found is when uh, Massachusetts did their universal coverage program, they had an uh, increase in ER utilization. And so we're starting to see some of those things. And we'll talk about why that's a a big deal, because obviously it's the most expensive thing, fits into our discussion about hospitals. Uh, But the the title is, How's That Obamacare Working Out for You? And uh, it was supposed to reduce ER visits, but what we found, according to the USA Today in this article, uh, he said three-quarters of your emergency physicians say they've seen ER uh, visits surge since uh, the ACA took effect, the opposite of what many people thought. We've seen some organizations build standalone emergency uh, centers, and so I'd like to, this guy's Hank uh, Stern's commentary says, in addition to the nation's longstanding shortage of primary care doctors, Projected by the federal government to exceed 20,000 by the year 2020, some physicians won't accept Medicaid because of its low reimbursement rates. That leaves many patients who can't find a primary care doctor who turn to the ER, and 56% of doctors uh, reported an increase in Medicaid patients. So I just thought that that fit right into what we're talking well, about. Well, and speaking of uh, freestanding emergency departments, CHI Health uh, this week uh, announced that, that right. they broke ground on a, uh, the first freestanding emergency department in Omaha. So uh, we look forward to seeing how that uh, functions there. I think when we talked about, hey, where is it going to be? Uh, it'll be in uh, North Omaha. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see um, how that works. Like uh, last time you were on, I think we talked about... Um, some uh, some things like that happening in Milwaukee. So just another example of, of certain trends. And um, it should be interesting uh, to see how it plays out. Coming up next segment, don't go anywhere. And you don't have to wait very long because it's just a brief timeout. But we've got Aaron Morrow from Wellness Innovations uh, joining us to talk about uh, some wellness this week. Uh, with guest co-host Alan Hager, I am Sean McGuire. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. 402-342-1290 if you'd like to jump into the conversation. And we'll be back very soon. Well, it ain't no woman, flesh and blood. It's that damn old rodeo. 